The follow-up is simple. Ask a question, listen to the answer, then follow up. I'm your host, Noah Kozlov. Enjoy. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of The Follow-Up Podcast. I'm Eden, and this is my dad, Noah. And every week, we sit on my bed and have a different conversation about something I want to talk about. And this week, we're talking about you, because it's Father's Day. So, I know that we're going to talk about me today. And Mom did say, well, maybe I should do the podcast with you if we're going to talk about Dad. But you decided, let's do it a little differently. Yeah, let's do it differently. Okay, so I don't know. You, you've you come up with a bunch of questions, and we'll have a conversation. But I don't know anything that you're going to ask. So... Go ahead. So when I, like, how you needed to take, like, I know you took a few classes, like if I choked or something, like when I was a baby. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. Right, so we went, yes, right. we, t- we took CPR classes. So, yep. like, how did you, like, learn all this stuff, like, to take care of me? Huh, that's a good question. Like, did right, you read yeah. a bunch of books? Yeah, so stuff? Mom and I, Mom and I went to a CPR class and... Because babies can choke because they don't know uh, chew or things something gets or something gets in their uh, mouth that if you pick up something and put it in your mouth it shouldn't shouldn't be there. Fortunately, you weren't very big on on taking things and putting them in your mouth. So we read a lot of books. So the the first book, the one that we went to most frequently was a book called Baby Four One One, and Four One One is the phone number that you can dial way back in the day for information. You would dial it and say. Excuse me, information, can you tell me the phone number for... And then you would name a restaurant or something. <laughs> I know, it sounds crazy. Like, just like... like just it's like an operator. But is it just for phone numbers? Or really mm, No, I think, it was, I think it was for phone numbers, I think. I didn't really use it. But anyway, it was, this is like when for grandma and grandma. So, we used this book that was written by doctors for just regular people, like us. And so they would dispel a lot of myths by saying, like, I know a lot of people think that if this happens to your kid, then that means this. That's not really true. It's a myth. They had a very easy index to open up to in the back. They would tell us, oh, okay, um, rash on face. Okay, look, and then we'd look for it. And so I think that was That's probably the, yeah, that was probably the most helpful because... Like you told you a lot of things that were right. important. Right, exactly. And, and our doctor, Dr. Price, when mom and I went there, I think the first time, he just, he just said, do this, do this, do this. Other doctors will say, well, you could do this, you could do this. We didn't, we didn't know what to do, so we don't want options. We just want to be told, hey, this is like the do best, this. Like, this is like the best thing. Right, you're, you're the doctor. I don't know. You tell us what to do, and we'll do it. So that's what we so that's what we do. And also, there was another book called, um, I think it was called Wonder Weeks, like to track your progress with physical things, emotional things, um, uh, speaking, motor skills, that that type of thing, and uh, yes, we did we did a lot of reading. That's for sure. But look, no one knows how to be a parent. You just you just figure it out. I I always tell. It's not like like one like right way. Mm, no, there are a lot of wrong. <laughs> there are a lot of wrong ways. But there's not. Like, but there's not one right way. Yeah, right. Everybody does. Exactly. So the two pieces of it. Uh, well, the, the one piece of advice that mom and I got. Or actually, mom wasn't at the wedding 
but because you were almost born, but a pediatrician in Pittsburgh told me that you have to, you, you and your wife are going to be exhausted between the hours of 8 p.m. and 8 a.m. because the baby, newborn baby is going to be up a lot and you're going to be, you're going to say things to each other that you don't mean, but it's just because you're tired and flustered. So you can't take that stuff personally. You just have to forget about it, which is, which is very helpful. And I also tell friends that having an infant, it's like the NCAA tournament. <laughs> yeah. If you, it's survive in advance because if you, right. you've got to win every possession because right. if you lose that day, then you're finished. You're, you're, right. you're out of the tournament. So you got to yeah. win. You got to win every single possession. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no one really knows how to do it. You just figure it out. Yeah. So like when you were reading like books and stuff, like mm-hmm. was there anything that like really was like, like really like you thought hard into like, like, like thought, like, like, hmm. There was a book called, there's a book called How Toddlers Thrive, and actually our cousin wrote it, Tova. And that book taught us more about why your child is doing certain things. And while, while you might think, oh, God, my child's not getting it or not doing that, like how important, one of the things that was most important was it would, it would tell you, look, if you're doing this as a parent, that's okay. So it made you feel better about yourself, maybe making a few mistakes. And something in there that that she wrote was, you've got to make sure that you don't dismiss your child's priorities. Because at the time, when you're two years old, year and a half years old, you think certain things are important, where in our head, we're thinking, it's not really important. Like, all right, so she didn't get to push the elevator button. Who cares? But your plan was, or you or any child, okay, I'm gonna leave the apartment, because you're very, very schedule-oriented, I'm gonna leave the apartment, I'm gonna walk down the hall, and then I'm going to push the button. And if something goes wrong, then now that's thrown me off my plan. So we would understand, okay, yes, we understand, and there was a lot of that, we understand that you're upset, we're sorry. We understand, yes, we understand that that is very upsetting. That is, that is very upsetting. Um, but then we were also big with being okay with changing a plan, not right. necessarily in an instance like that, but in other ways. Mm-hmm. So, like, was I, like when you said about like you're like about like I remember what <laughs> you, know, you, you, said, like, you didn't even ask the question yet, and you said like, like six times. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like when you, so just slow slow yourself down. When you said um, about like something like eight p.m. and through eight a.m. Mm-hmm. Like, was I a good sleeper? When I was like an infant, basically. Yeah, I mean, you, you, mom and I got very lucky. We kept you on a on a pretty strict schedule right away, and you slept. You started sleeping through the night at about ten weeks, and but yeah, early on, you've got to be in the first few weeks. You have got to be woken up to eat, so because you, you have to get up to a certain weight all the time when you go to the doctor. But you were a good sleeper from day one when we brought you home. We we put you in the crib, so. You didn't. You've never. You never slept anywhere else in our apartment when you were born. Like you know, those first few years, except in your crib. And I mean, there's all different opinions on that. Should the baby sleep in a bassinet, like a little um, carriage, uh, in your in the bedroom with the parents? That wasn't. Mom and I knew that that wasn't going to be for us. And like, this is this is your crib. This is why we got you a crib. That this is where you're going to sleep. So. So we were we were very conscious of that, but uh, yeah, you you did help us out for sure. How would you know if like when I started crying, like 
if I was hungry or if I was tired or if I needed like milk or something. So that's a good question. And it's usually one of three reasons why a baby's crying. <laughs> it's one of those three. If you know that the baby's not hurt, okay, it's diapers, diapers uh, yes. dirty diaper. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, that's easy. It's an easy check. But imagine how crazy this is. <laughs> Think about, like, if we didn't know if you had a dirty diaper or not. Yes. Okay. You, like, you lift your child up and you go. <laughs> 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 right? Yeah. Yeah, so I want you to think about that for the, for the for the rest of your life. If you know, if mom and I ever get on your nerves or anything, or for for the rest of your life, I want you to think. I mean, they used to sniff my diaper to see if there was a poop in there to make me feel comfortable. Okay, that, that's what that's what parents do. So there would be that um, tired. We would know early on because of your sleep schedule. Right. So if we uh, if we if we weren't exactly on schedule, we could. Everything, mom Mom was very good about writing everything down. Okay, I slept from this time to this time. You never really took naps for very long. But you ate, uh, you drank four ounces of, of milk. You drank four ounces of milk. So we would know, we, we, we would know, and then we'd sometimes, we'd try to hold you out to a certain time to go back to sleep or to hold you out to a certain time to eat again so you didn't get off the schedule. Um, because you didn't eat, you didn't drink from the, a bottle. You, you didn't drink a lot at one time. So that was so that would that frustrated us the mo- not with you but that that caused us probably the most angst the most anxiety was like she's just we just had to we had to feed you a lot because you were only drinking about four ounces at a time a lot of some babies will drink eight ounces oh, or so ten ounces I, at a so time so I would need it like double the food to add up to like right, double the amount of time, time. like if, if say you ate at two o'clock well then you'd have to eat again at four o'clock. Instead of maybe two o'clock and then and then you need at six o'clock again. Right, so yeah, things like eight that. O'clock. Right, so you eat a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do, 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 do you think you were at two o'clock and at six o'clock? Did you do you remember us uh, sitting in the rocking chair feeding you? Yeah. You would <laughs> in the middle of the night, in the middle of the night, because you'd want to be t- you you're you're tired, but you're you're still a little bit hungry, and you'd be sitting there and you're going like this, going like this. So we would. Like blowing your face a little bit to like to, to wake you up, or we would take the um, we'd take the bottle and we'd go like this with it on your lips like that to like get you to like the, oh look there's there's some food here. <laughs> and then, or like like I can feel something. Let's like see what it yeah, is. Yeah, but they. <laughs> <laughs> so you see, they take up the Exactly. So so then you would yeah. So then you would We're wake up. We're about to wake up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then you would wake up. But look, nobody knows what it's what it's like until you're until you're in it so yeah. mom and i just always just tried to do our best mm-hmm. that's it that's you just you, you figure it out because you've no other choice right. you just you just have to figure it out so you think we did an all right job so far mm-hmm. anything that you can think of that now's your chance you could just say ah, i wish i wish you didn't do this or i wish you didn't say this so much or i wish you didn't do this, or I wish you did this more. Anything, anything. This is your chance. Anything. I think so. Really? I can't think of anything. Really? I guess, I guess we're doing a pretty good job. All right, well, thanks for making it easy. You're welcome. I love you. Bye.